Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Amanda. We love a good story. And we especially love to laugh. It's an easy way to keep it tight and burn some calories. Welcome to Tell Me More. (laughs) Hey, welcome back. (laughs) We are on episode 10. What? How's that possible? Episode 10. We're excited to be with you again this week. Uh, And we want to start off with we're going to try a rose, a thorn, and a bud okay. this week. Bud, B-U-D. Not but. <laughs> so, Kristen. Yes. Do you have any roses? Um. Okay. Something good. Something lovely. Something lovely. I'm going to have to say that I am, I have just realized that I have been blessed with meeting really good friends Mm. like healthy enjoyably wonderful down-to-earth friends awesome and i it it hits me every once in a while that i'm really lucky oh that's so sweet oh you too (laughs) (laughs) but like think about like there's just moments that i'm just like wow i got really lucky yeah right i don't know i i feel you good my rose is I threw Georgia's surprise birthday party that didn't end up being a surprise, but it was still so fun. Agreed. So fun and delicious. Him. Delicious. My mother-in-law made a ton of good food and to distract him that day and get him out of the house, we went to Park City and had so much fun. Me and him and Maximo. Oh, really, it was really a nice day. So that's my rose. Do you have a thorn? I do. So right now I'm on the job hunt and I'm oh. looking for a job so that I could still be at home with my kiddos. I know it sounds impossible, but I am still looking for like some type of job that I can be at home with my kids. And um, it's a difficult thing, but I am on this app called Indeed. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Super cool. And Amanda here has not only made my resume look impeccable we judged it we judged it a lot but like truthfully judged it Mm -hmm. still sad still sad (laughs) um but i have been a couple of times like where these things look sound so good and i should know if it's too good to be true it's not Mm -hmm. so a couple of um i hit up i've been hit up by a couple of scams Mm -hmm. one of them was an in-person one and it actually sounded legit like there was a set salary and time and everything and they were doing interviews before there were they wanted me to attend a meeting Mm -hmm. and to see if we would be and then interview right and i get there and i'm dressed up and i found a babysitter it was just really stressful to get there and the guy says i just made one hundred and fifty thousand dollars last month and i'm here to help you and I'm like, crap. Walk away. Walk away. And so, but I'm like, oh, I got dressed. Let me give it a moment. Let me give it, you know, maybe they need like a receptionist or, mm-hmm. and then the guy goes, <laughs> and then the guy goes, and don't worry, you don't need to ask. You don't need to offer this to your friends and family. But once you find out how, what good work we do, you're going to want to educate them. And I was like, I'm out. I'm out. Run, run, run away. And the second one, the second job interview I had, and it just seemed so promising, was very similar. Yeah. Very similar. And I'm just bummed because I know they see 
suckers like me everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just, yeah. So that was, that was a hard, that was a, that was a thorn for sure. For sure. I saw something today that kind of put a thorn in me. Tell me. Put a thorn in my side. It's this meme on Instagram that my friend Raquel posted. That says, Thanks a lot, Raquel. Back in 1996, the average cost of a first class stamp, 32 cents. By the way, how old were you in 1996? Oh, don't make me do math. I was I'm born in 1987. Sure in fifth or sixth grade. 1987. So would that mean? I so you were probably in like first grade. Yeah. Well, I was in fifth or sixth grade, so 1996 feels like a real time. Yes. In the past, a gallon of milk was a dollar twenty-six. No, sorry, a gallon of gas was a dollar twenty-six. A gallon of milk was three thirty. Three dollars and thirty cents. I feel like that's what milk is now. Actually, yeah. But gas was one twenty-six. A movie ticket was four forty-two. So kind of expensive. A house. In 1996 was $118,000. That was the average cost of a house in 1996. Uh, the average income per year was 36300 uh, Do you know how much I made in 2008 when I was starting out as a teacher? $32,000 a year. Oh. So 12 years later, I was making less than the average salary in oh. 1996. Um, however, I did enjoy the 90s slang. I eat. Um, as if, word, booyah, dope, talk to the hand. I don't want to hear it. <gasps> Dang. Talk to the hand. Um, so I, pause really quickly. I want to do the math. Okay, so here's the fast math that I just did that took us like three minutes. Um, it's okay, we're pretty. <laughs> By the way, I was nine. You were nine in 1996. Yes. And I would have been 12. If in 1996, the average income per year was $36,300. Correct. And a house cost $118,000. Then if we kept that same ratio and used today's average salary, today in 2023, the average salary is about $57,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Which if we kept that ratio of income to house cost the cost of a house should be a hundred and eighty seven thousand dollars oh that's not a real number for a house i that's mean not, not a real in 2023 number. it isn't oh my god wild yes that's why people are like going to kentucky and tennessee uh-huh. and that's where i don't it's think still you that can price. buy a house for 186 can you buy a house for yeah like in kentucky tennessee anywhere. in that area yeah isn't that crazy? Yes. Can you see now why that's a thorn? It's a thorn. Mm-hmm. My gosh, pull it out. Okay, so then last we have our bud. Not but, bud. Which is something you're excited about, looking forward mm-hmm. to something that's potential happiness. I don't know. You know what I mean? Do you have a bud? Yes. Mm-hmm. I have a potential happiness of... Um, just the freedom I have with my kids going back to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but I feel like I'm going to be so productive. Yeah. I also was like, my bud is back to school. I have a brand new group of kids coming to me. They could be wonderful. They could be horrible. We'll find out. It's just kind of that excitement of, you don't know what's going to happen. 
right? Right. Okay. All right. So we are ready to talk about our theme for the week. Yes. Which is, in my opinion, a little bit of an epic one. We're talking about bikes and motorcycles. And the reason I wanted to is because learning how to ride a bike was something that someone actually mentioned with regards to last week's theme is that not everybody learns how to swim and ride a bike. Mm -hmm. You know, you think all families do that. No, but for all of us kids who learned how to ride a bike, that was a huge rite of passage. Yes. It was this huge, like all of a sudden I have freedom to go do what I want. Like I have mobility beyond my own two feet. Like it's as groundbreaking as learning to, as an infant learning to walk. It is. It is. It's just huge. It's such a, in my opinion, such a critical part of being a kid. I'm so glad that in my family, we learned how to ride bikes. Uh, my dad would actually would try to bribe us uh-huh. to, if we did any chores, we would get um, to go to like the Seven Eleven or it's called the Quick Mart mm-hmm. and we would ride bikes. There. And it was like the coolest thing mm-hmm. ever until the Slurpee would jump out of your cup holder and <gasps> then you wouldn't have a Slurpee anymore. How would the Slurpee jump out because of your cup Because it's meant for a bottle holder, oh. not Slurpee. Um, yeah, growing up, my dad would take us on bike rides a lot. It was really, like sometimes miles and miles we'd go on bike rides. See, I think that's so much cool. fun. Sorry, I'm looking up the dirt bike that my parent, my dad... Okay, while you're looking that up, I also have to mention when I was 29 years old, the last house I lived in before I bought my house, I lived in a neighborhood, an area called Daybreak, which is not like our neighborhood. It's more flat. There's still some hills, but it's not like we live on a hillside. We live on a literal mountainside. Um, This area was great for riding bikes. And so I bought a bike. I would ride my bike every day. It was kind of like my decompression after work. It felt so good to have the wind in my hair. As long as it wasn't pouring down rain or the path wasn't covered in ice, I I would go ride my bike around the lake. It was just so lovely. I um, hadn't... I hadn't ridden a bike uh-huh. in um, in a really long time. And so recently my neighbor, this is actually a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, my neighbor had a bike and she wanted me to try out this bike. I was so giddy mm-hmm. being on that bike that I kept telling Michael, watch me, watch me, look at me, look at me, babe. <laughs> look at me go off this curb. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. It was so much fun. It was the coolest thing. And actually, Michael bought me a bike for oh, for my birthday. Cool. I Have love you it. Have it around it's, here? No, I haven't even it, had Like, a literally, our neighborhood is the absolute worst. <laughs> it was pretty hilly. I can't, I can't think of a worse neighborhood. That's this not is... true. I maybe could, but. Uh, we had a listener that said, when I was seven or eight, I had just learned to ride my bike with no hands. Oh. And I dared my brother to race around the block on our bikes with no hands. <laughs> around the block with no hands. This kid is seven or eight. Nice. I turned the first corner successfully. Amazing. Yes. And as I was turning the second corner, I looked back to see how much of a lead I had on my brother and failed to see the car that was stopped at the stop sign. <gasps> no. I ran right into the car, flipped over my handlebars, and hit my head on his windshield. Cracking his windshield. Did this 
person have a helmet? The driver was nice enough to help me get home and make sure my parents knew what had happened. Did I mention the car was a bright red Corvette convertible? How did I even miss that? They also said, when I was younger, my grandpa used to take us for rides on the back of his motorcycle, and we all loved it. So when I went to go visit him around 14 or 15, I asked him if we could go for a ride on the motorcycle. He brought one out just for me to ride all by myself, and I and he was going to let me ride on my own until my mom interjected and said that she didn't know how. I was terrified thinking of it because I really had no idea how to drive a motorcycle on my own. But my mom was quicker with her voice to tell him that I just needed to ride on the back. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because I would have been one of those kids that like didn't know how to do it, but I'd been like, sure, I'll go. Oh my gosh. I remember uh, a good friend had just gotten a motorcycle and he came over and he wanted to give me a ride. And I was, I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why are you scared? I'm like, no, I'm scared of my dad. Oh, my dad was a paramedic. So yeah. pro dirt bikes, not for motorcycles. I have never driven a motorcycle motorcycle, but I have ridden on the back of motorcycles and I think it's so much fun. It is so much fun. I try That's to so convince scary. Michael. Michael is not a motorcycle okay. guy. I have offered for me to ride the front and he in the back. <laughs> wasn't wasn't down for it. He wasn't feeling that. No. Um I had a sweet little eight year old neighbor. She was amazing. I loved her so much. We called her the Martha Stewart of Gilroy. Mm-hmm. And she every Every 4th of July would get on the back of our neighbor's Harley and he would drive her around every year. Like I'm telling you, she was, she was in her late eighties, nineties Amazing. and he would pick her up with a helmet and everything and drive around. Go grandma. I know. A listener says my favorite memory of riding bikes as a kid was when the pasture was next to my grandma's house. Oh, sorry. was when the pasture next to my grandma's house would get watered it would flood down the sidewalk past her house. We would ride up and down the sidewalk all day long. Start at the train tracks and pedal as fast as we could downhill to see how we could get the water to splash. Oh. Um, they say, I lived on a pedal bike as a kid. It's how we got around everywhere. Oh, I loved that. Another listener says, my parents live on a hill. And when I was a kid, I thought it was so fun to coast down the hill and hit the potholes on the road. One day, I was probably around 12, I hit a pretty big pothole, and I just remember flying off my bike into the air right in front of some neighbors who were teenage boys, who I also happened to think were pretty cute. Oh, It was embarrassing and pretty scary, and I never hit another, another pothole again. Oh, man. Dave, so Michael actually was about 14 years old. Mm-hmm. He had taken his sweet sister out for a bike ride uh-huh. because he was such a good brother and he was doing like a trick or some type of jump and he landed on his face and broke off his two front teeth and <gasps> broke his nose uh-huh so he like pedaled home and he he talks about his nerves were showing so he was like in shock uh-huh. pedaling home going oh, 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 oh. Oh, and he was no. in so much pain and then they, for some reason, took them, him to the dentist instead of yeah. the hospital. And they didn't realize that his nose was broken and his parents made him go to school the next day, even with his messed up teeth. Dang. I know. Um, I have a bike story. I was riding, I was probably in fifth or sixth grade. 
my friend Jamie and I were riding down to her house and we went down this big hill and my brakes had, I don't know how long my brakes had not been working, but my brakes did not work and I didn't know it. And I kept braking as hard as I possibly could down this hill and I was not slowing down. And the problem was at the very bottom of the hill, it was like, it wasn't a dead end. It was a 90 degree turn. Mm -hmm. So I got to the end of the hill and my bike was not stopping and I hit a chain link fence and my face just dragged down that chain link fence. And so I got up off my bike and I was gushing blood everywhere. And we were a couple blocks away from my friend's house. So we stopped at this like really fancy mansion house because it was like the only house nearby uh-huh. and asked if we I could like get cleaned up and I remember Jamin was cupping her hand under my face because I was just dripping blood everywhere and she was trying to protect their white carpet from getting oh! it was crazy and so then I just had a nasty banged up face for the next week or so it was oh my gosh it, I was in fifth grade I was super embarrassed about how wrecked my face was Oh, uh, do you want to read a couple more listener ones? Yes, please. This one's hilarious. My brother finally, my fi- my brother finally saved up for a dirt bike in high school, completely against my mom's wishes. Within the first week, he had jumped it and crashed it, broke his wrist, got a cast put on, no riding for six to eight weeks. Haha, yeah, right. I think he went through four to five casts because he kept writing. He even cut his cast off in the shop class one day. Longest Imagine. six weeks of my mother's life. Poor mom. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, the next one is from my brother, Nate. Do you want to read it? Okay. It says, I forgot to tell you. Oh, no, sorry, not that one. <laughs> JK. Uh, my friend Makamai tells a story related to motorcycles. She says her two younger siblings would make fun of her because literally every time we pulled up next to a motorcycle in her hometown of Rancho Cucamonga, California, the motorcycle would pop a wheelie when the light turned green, but it only happened if I was in the car still to this day. I don't know what it meant. It's not like I was in a cool car. We were in a 93 Chevy Astro van and I wasn't even driving any of the times that this happened. I was just a lame 16 year old. Sitting in the back of a van with my mom, and she, she was a hottie, and the the motorcyclist would pop a wheelie. Okay, that's amazing. Can I tell you a childhood traumatic story? Uh huh. Okay, so my dad and my mom are a really good team when it comes to finances. Okay, my dad has always respected my mom, and they would if they ever bought anything. They would consult each other, right? right? So my dad kind of had a midlife crisis, <laughs> and he bought this gorgeous dirt bike. Wow, gorgeous dirt bike, and it's really bugging me that I can't remember. It was a Honda two fifty, and I think it was a four stroke, but it was Honda two fifty. Yeah, okay. Because growing up, my dad had Hondas. He had a Honda fifty, a Honda ninety. They're so 70, cute. They're little the trail ones. Yeah. yeah, yes. The fifty, the Honda Trail fifty is like the Dumb and Dumber bike. Yes, yeah. I love those. Your dads were bigger than this. The giant. Giant. Okay. This one was a giant one. And um, my dad said, Kristen, I'm going to work. Do not ride it. Mm -hmm. This was the time when my sister was on a mission and my mom was dealing with it by redoing the backyard. So (laughs) this backyard was dirt. The whole thing was dirt. And he was like, 
Kristen, do not write it. And I was like, okay. So I read it. Uh-huh. I wrote it. You wrote it. I wrote it. <laughs> and I, my brother and I were writing it in the backyard. And it's kind of like, it's a large backyard for being in the city, but mm-hmm. it's still not dirt bike riding. Right. Um, so we were riding it. And my brother let go of the, my mom always in the summer hung out our laundry. So he let, he was trying to hold up the laundry. What is that called? The clothesline. The clothesline. And he, I don't know if he let go of it or something, but I got clotheslined on the dirt bike. And then um, we ended up cracking the radiator. Like my, oh my goodness. It was, we, it was a brand new bike. Mm -hmm. And my mom, who didn't even want this bike, Mm -hmm. Thought that my dad, if he found out, was going to have a heart attack. And by the way, their whole, my whole life, like, my parents never kept secrets. She did everything in her power to try to find decals to put, to to replace it, to get, like, to, to, hide, the... to hide this. Because she was going to, she knew he was going to lose it. Yeah. And we finally came clean. And I heard my dad say a bad word that I had never heard from his mouth and never had since, but it was pretty much, I, I will quote this. I hadn't even made a blank payment yet. <laughs> like, oh, no. I was, my butt cheeks were so, yeah. oh my gosh. And again, it was one of those moments where my dad was pissed and, but then he did remind me no matter what he loved me. Oh, wow. Right. But I like still get the shakes. The same bike. I remember we were in a we were in a like a dirt track, mm-hmm. and I was trying to. I was I got I stalled in the middle of like kind of this pit area, and it was like if you're riding, you wouldn't be able to see me. So I was trying to get out as fast as possible. And the same bike I was on, which was my dad's bike. Um, I don't know why I wasn't riding mine, but um, a boy named Matthew Dixon, one of my brother's friends, great guy, was like Kristen hop on and just pop the clutch just pop it mm-hmm. and and that will help you get up the hill because i was like in between a like the bottom of this thing and i needed to get out so i did that and that motorcycle went so that dirt bike went so high up <laughs> so i just didn't have a lot of luck with that one i popped it yeah. and it, it went flying yeah. without me on it though Okay, I have a sort of similar story. Um, I told you my dad had Honda Trail 50s, Those are so much fun. 70s. And I didn't know how to ride them. And I'm not a very danger-seeking person. But my dad was like, you come on, do it. And we just would like, my I shouldn't say we, my brothers and dad would just ride him around the neighborhood. So my dad put me on a flat part of the street. And I'm starting to take off. And he told me, you know, just pull on the handle to brake if you feel like you're going too fast. Uh-huh. But you also use the handle to go faster. So the brake is like a metal lever, but then the handle itself, if you twist it, you go faster. Yes. Yep. You, you know what I'm talking about so far? So I kept trying to pull the brake, but as I was pulling the brake to slow down, <laughs> the palm of my hand was actually pushing the handle to make me go faster. <laughs> And I freaked out and started thinking, it's not going to slow down. And think about it. I'd had that no brake experience on a bike. Oh. So I just jumped off the moving motorcycle 
and let it crash to the ground and I crash to the ground. And <laughs> My I little have, evil Knievel. I have never, never gotten on one of those since. Are you serious? Those are right so much fun. But I just. Those were, those are fun. We had a friend that had those, except he had like a 90, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. But my dad had a 90 at one point too. But it was so much fun because you didn't even have to worry about the clutch. You just like set it. I can't remember what gear you set it in, but you could just go. It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. So I have a submission from my sister and I'm not sure. This is from Mace. Mace says, Joel taught me how to ride a bike. And instead of holding on the back of the seat and running with me as I roll, he took me to the little hill in front of our house and pushed me down the hill like three or four <laughs> times while I continued to wipe out. So that's how Mace learned how to ride a bike. <laughs> and this is why Mace is the way that she is. She is pretty amazing, though. So yeah. um, somebody else said my husband was turning right in a roundabout and didn't see a biker coming. It was dark and the dude was coming from the right. Instead of going through the roundabout like a bike is supposed to, also wearing all black, and accidentally oh. hit him. So then he had to wonder for a whole year if the dude was going to press charges. And that story reminded me of when I was a crazy driver high school. I think I was actually in college, but home in Oregon. It was pouring down rain, and I gunned it to get through an intersection and started to go up a hill and hit a man on a bike that came out of nowhere. You did not. Fully hit a man on a bike, and I don't know... What his situation was, like he might have been dealing did with you homelessness pull over? or something. I did. I pulled over and got out. I don't know how I did this, but the keys were still in the ignition, but I had locked the car. So as I get out to check and see if this guy is okay, and he seemed kind of shaken up, but I didn't see any blood. And I was just like, are you okay? What do, you know, oh like, what do we do? And he said, oh, I'm fine. And I stood there and watched him get on his bike and ride off. So I didn't even know, like, had I been smarter or older, I would have been like, can I get your information? Is there anything, you know, are, I just kept saying, are you sure you're okay? So he rides off and then I'm stuck on the side of the road, <laughs> a busy intersection, Concord and McLaughlin, in case any of you Oregonians are listening. And I'm locked out of my car and it's running. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? And you didn't so... have a cell phone. Yeah, this was, no, I didn't have a cell phone. This was pre-cell phone times. Um, so I, it was a wagon. It was like a Ford Focus wagon. So for some reason, even though I'd locked the doors, the trunk was open. So I had to, in this busy intersection, <laughs> climb through the back trunk, hop over the back seat, into the middle seat to get into the driver's seat. Or That's whatever amazing. I did to get back into the car. Amazing. Traumatic in multiple ways, but mostly I felt bad. Look like, at you. That's I pivoting. don't know if that sweet man needed medical You hit help, somebody. You hit somebody. But he drove away. He rode off on his bike fine. But I was wondering, like, I hope I didn't mess him up. And he was, you know, struggling with even access You're to healthcare. So do you want to read this one that says my roommates and I? Yes. My roommates and I rode bikes to church one day. I was un I was unfamiliar. I was on an unfamiliar borrowed bike. A car was coming and my roommate crossed in front of me, essentially cutting me off. I hit the front brakes, front brakes only, and went flying over the handlebars mm -hmm. in my dress, of course. My scriptures and oh, I had my scriptures around my 
wrist went they went flying along with the shoe my roommate reports hearing a thud as i belly flopped on the ground and got the air knocked out of me or pushed out of me as the bike landed on my back no real harm done but a car but the car i'm sure had a really good laugh. <laughs> okay here's another read this one okay i'm okay, sorry on our honeymoon to hawaii my husband and i were both young too young to rent a car. Yep. Oh, babies. So we had to settle for a scooter. But we also didn't have a valid credit card to use as collateral. So we paid for the rental in cash and gave the owner an inactive card, knowing that he would only charge it if there was damages needed to be covered afterwards. It's not fun. Too, oh, too young to rent a too car. Too young. Scootering. Um, my brother said every year when we went up to priest camp, so this was like a boy boy camp um we would take up all the mini bikes so this is my dad's mini bikes right the honda trail 70 the honda trail 50 and they would ride them all over the camp we crashed them a few times and ran out of gas miles from camp but the one clear thing i remember is my friend Devin saying one evening that he needed to go pee and he left for a bit he came back driving the mini 50 which is the dumb and dumber size trail bike buck naked through camp whooping and hollering it was classic Devin. that is amazing <laughs> i would hang out with that guy what, what a funny oh i have another story okay let's hear it so my grandparents took my dad and my uncle camping and they had this little mini bike they all had dirt bikes and they put my dad and everybody was taking turns on this little mini bike right so my uncle went probably some other kids and then it was my dad's turn mm -hmm. And instead of coming back, he just kept going. He got so lost <gasps> that they had to do a search oh, no. party because he just kept going. Oh, my, <laughs> my dad, little Jeffy, he didn't turn. <laughs> if I was a mom at that time, I would have lost it. But now I can laugh at it like 60 years later. Okay. That's, this next one is... I feel like this is my sister-in-law. They say, I thought as a child that I could outrun a bike. My neighborhood was at the base of a mountain. Okay, so maybe not. And there was a big hill to get up to it. All the kids on that hill were friends with each other. And one day we all decided to race down that hill. I was on foot and a couple of other kids were on bikes. Starting at the top, I happened to be in front of a bike. And as the bike got closer, I moved to the side to let it pass me. But apparently the kids on the bike the kid on the bike had the same idea and veered in the same direction as I did. Afterwards, there were big holes in my knees and the pants I wore that day were turned into shorts by my talented mom. Oh, my dad was, my dad was riding his bike when he was like eight or nine and he ran into some trash cans and he really dinged up his yeah. knees. Like he still has scars from it, oh, wow. which by the way, he did tell us they were great white shark bites <laughs> um for the longest time but he actually had amnesia for a little bit what yeah like he couldn't remember anything and it wasn't oh for a long gosh. period of time but it was about solid Holy 15 minutes moly. where he couldn't remember his name or anything and i remember thinking oh that's so cool i wish that happened to me wouldn't that be kind of cool to have amnesia yeah we have another listener that I mean, there a lot of these bike stories are just major bike accidents. I can't believe 
some of these. But we had a listener that said, um, I was riding somebody else's bike and it was way too big for me. Hmm, have we heard this story yes. before? Um, a car was backing out of the driveway and I slammed on the brake, but I hit the wrong brake, flipped over the front of the bike, hit my head on the sprinkler and ended up getting stitches. Oh, I wonder if they had amnesia too. I wonder if they had a helmet. Right? That's, I'm such a, I am one of those uncool moms. So I'm like, put on a helmet. Wear your dang helmet. You can get it. I'm like, you can get a cast for your hands and your arms, Mm. but you can't get a cast for your head. And I am relying on my children to finance a very nice retirement for myself. Yeah. So they need all I have their to faculties pr- and yeah. traumatic brain injuries. Exactly. Yeah. Um, another listener said, I used to ride a bike all throughout elementary school. As I got older, the need decreased. But the saying is always, it's just like riding a bike. So I'm pretty sure that means you can easily pick it back up, right? When I was 18, my friend wanted to start riding bikes again. We didn't live too far apart, maybe a mile. And she wanted to ride from my house to hers. So I grabbed my bike from the garage and started going down the street. I could not stay in a straight line or push the pedals. It took me 30 minutes to go the flat, straight mile. I was sweating and I'm not sure how we got the bike back, but probably in the car. So I love ending on that note because they say it's just like riding a bike. Lies. But maybe not for all of us. Lies. Right? Yes. So, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Keep us, um, actually keep posted for our next themes. Yes. We post them prior so then we can get your involvement. Right. And thank you to everybody that liked or rated or reviewed our Seriously, episodes for my birthday gift. It was, it was so lovely. It was a good one. It was a good birthday gift. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. We love you. Keep and we, coming back for more. We got We got more stories to tell. and we love spending time with you if you enjoyed this episode we'd love it if you subscribed and gave us a rating or review we'll have another episode next tuesday but until then be sure to join us on instagram at tell me m-o-h-o-r